producer. Yeah, dude, I was thinking about like putting. There's a really small space back there that if I cleared it out, I could probably put a little booth. But mm-hmm. is that like kind of what you have? So what I did, what I have is a. Uh, I just have like a little stand and a AKG mic my dad got me. For sure. And it's like I literally just move all my clothes to either one or one one side or the other. And so Oh, that's like your soundproofing. That and so I got this really found this really, really good deal, me and my roommate. Uh, so this I don't remember how I found it. I think it was like a Facebook ad somewhere, just random. But this dude owned like a warehouse and got like bought out so everything that he was that he had in there was getting rid of and he had this entire room just full of soundproofing panels oh shit like professional professional soundproofing and they were like they were like the ones that are like rejected from the factory because they had like little imperfections on them so they were like super cheap and he just like took all of them and so he had to sell all of them I'm jealous it was great dude he was like so the deal was $80, and you can take as many as you can carry out. Like, Damn. literally as many as you can carry. Damn. So he went there, and there was, like, a line of people, and it turned into, like, this, like, almost challenge of, like, you go Ooh, in. Yeah, you go in, and you stack up as much as you can take, and he was, there was, like, this long corridor, and he was like, all right, the stipulation is if anything falls, you get, it has to stay. Oh. It's like people were, like, trying to, like, just carry all the stuff out and like me and my roommate and got like a decent amount and like Shit. made it all the way down. Have you recorded anyone with that? Like, yeah, I recorded a few people. I recorded myself a lot. Oh really? Yeah. Is that something you like incorporate into your music? Something I just started incorporating to my music. Okay. I guess just to like start out, you want to just like introduce yourself and I got, I got three questions. What's your name? All right. When did you start producing? And I lied. Those it's just two questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, my name is DJ. I go by Nada, as in Nada DJ. That's kind of where that uh, came from. Yeah. Okay. Everyone that that would have been my third question. Why is your name? Yeah, I, I can go into that for a second. But uh, <laughs> the second question is how long I'm producing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, about a little over five years and some change. I think I'd like started like taking it seriously late 2014 it's like the first year or so was kind of just like what do we how do we do this kind of like we're figuring it out yeah i was like i took it um i was telling you i took a ableton class my sophomore year in college and i was like oh this is kind of cool i don't really know what i'm doing yet but Mm -hmm. whatever and then like i ended up just falling in love with it after that by the end of the class like oh this is so cool someone like gave me a vsc because like everyone else in there was like it was either people who knew nothing about it Mm. or like want to be bedroom producers that were like trying to you know make it yeah and like i just kind of i'd been wanting to do i'd been into music for like ever but didn't realize that it was like something i could actually do because i'd never had contact with the doll before yeah. So I just thought it was like, oh, you need to be in a studio to do that. And I don't have access to a studio. So. Right. And then I found out that that was like an option. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Like you can just have all your instruments on your computer. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I want to do this. <laughs> yeah. For sure. So wait, I want to go back to uh, 
nada why is it not a dj yeah so obviously being named dj so my my real like government name is Derek jr so i'm named after my dad yeah but because of that i've been called dj like my whole entire life did you ever dress up as a dj for halloween not halloween but i remember there's like a character like a you know like the spirit week at in high school mm. one of the days was like throwback th- thursday or something like that and i was jam master j from, from run dmc oh shit okay yeah throwback gotcha. but yeah so like everyone obviously whenever they would meet me be like oh your name's dj haha are you a dj and i was like nah i'm not a dj whatever <laughs> yeah. and like just kind of grew up with that and mm-hmm. then when i finally like actually started getting into djing i was like yeah, I actually really like this. Like I said, but I, cause I started DJing before I was producing. Mm. Oh, okay. And I didn't have a name. I was just like DJing. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, you should be, you're like DJ, DJ. You're like DJ square. You're like coming up with all these <laughs> other names. And I'm just like, I would get it every time. It's like, yeah, that's cool. I don't really have anything like original yet. So I did go by like squared for a little bit because I just until I can think of a better name, but I hated yeah. it. Yeah, it's like too cheesy. It was too way. cheesy, and it was like the first thing that came to everyone's mind. So that's what it, like everyone thought it was so original. I'm like, I would get that every. Yeah, right. It's like, oh, real good one. I never heard that. Yep. So I was just, I just remember I was sitting at home one day at my parents' house, just racking my brain trying to come up with like a new persona, mm-hmm. and I was like. I can't think of anything. F it. Like, I'll just be not a DJ. At, like, and it just like clicked. I was like, wait, not a DJ. Ah, I just like started messing around with like phonetics and then like just yeah, came yeah, up yeah. with it. And I was like, I think I like that. Huh. You could be not a anything too. Exactly. It's, it's so a, like, it's a broader. Yeah. You could, you could use it as concept. Like a, yeah. It's a brand, like a better brand in the sense that you could be like, oh, I'm not a doing like, uh, whatever like you could have a camera follow you and you're like I'm not of this but I'm gonna do this or something I don't right. know just turn it into a whole brand I don't know idea. if you want to do that but you could it's an option yeah 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 like to keep the doors open definitely some uh some decisiveness there with the name I like that people are like oh is your name like just Jerry like is it like Jeremiah or like Jerome I'm like do I look like a Jerome? <laughs> like, and then I would just tell people, no, it's just Jerry. It's Jerry. And then I was just like, that's just going to be it. So. Right. There were so many variants of DJ that, of like the DJ trope that I went through is, it was a lot. Yeah. It was like, yeah, the DJ, DJ squared, DJ, that's actually my name. Like DJ, <laughs> DJ <laughs> that's actually my name. Steph. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> like you could do, anything with it and i was like i'm just gonna be not a dj anything i mean a good name is important like there's some people out there that i just see their name and i'm like yeah man you gotta stick with that like yeah because they like blew up a little bit or whatever it is and it's just like yeah man your name's a little zan there was another person um uh what is his name oh rich chiga yeah he changed his name to like rich brian was it Rich Brian? I think so. I thought it was just Brian. It might be just Brian now. Like, I don't know. I feel like once you have a name, you kind of... 
gotta stick with it because then if you change it people are like he's indecisive like he doesn't know what he's doing they want people want leaders to just like make moves not question and it stick and ha- to their have guns. confidence you yeah know? so and like rebranding is hard dude what's like the worst name that we feel like is out there right now like for mm. some music artist coon coon that's a person it's a hard style dj oh yeah wait i know yeah oh my good like he came out here for to chicago for a show and a yeah. couple people my uh friend group knew who he was a couple people didn't yeah so i was like yo are you going to see coon someone's like excuse me yeah what <laughs> and we're like no no he's a dj and like that whole conversation he's like happened. also european like, yeah so we're like does he even know what that means over here and like if he does would that affect like because i feel like he's had that name for a while and yeah. i feel like that has to have come up at at least some point in his career He's Dutch or something, right? I believe so. I don't I don't really know. I wonder if it is supposed to sound like the hard style kick, like coon, 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 coon. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, anyway, um what else? What else should we talk about? We got time to talk about oh, for stuff. Sure. Um so you were telling me that you shuffle. And I want to talk about that because I've always wanted to learn how to shuffle. So teach me at some point. But yeah. also, like, how did you get into shuffling? Oh, for sure. So, like, I I shuffle. I dance just, like, in general. Yeah. I do a lot of different styles of dance. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of, like, all over the place, to be honest. Like, a little bit like a... I guess my main thing would probably be, like, liquid and, like, animation, actually. Mm. And then a little bit of footwork. Okay. A little bit, of, a lot of like shuffling. I pretty much got into shuffling specifically back when LMFAO made it big with like the yeah. party rock anthem and all that. Yeah, and like yeah. Quest Crew was on America's Best Dance Crew doing all that. Okay. I remember seeing that in high school and being like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. And I remember I, I like had a job at this base, this minor league baseball stadium near my hometown. And I was like, I would go to work, do like ticket taking or wherever I was for that day. I would either be in the stands or like on the ground and they would play party rock anthem over the speakers, like in between innings or whatever. Uh-huh. And I would just like practice shuffling, like on the gravel, uh-huh. just, like trying to get it. Uh-huh. And I pretty much been like kind of on and off around there. And then I met, um, I'm actually in this group now called the Chicago shufflers. Shout out to all the shy shuffle fam. Uh, met them like almost two summers ago, just like by chance. Cause before then I didn't really know any other shufflers like one guy I met at school. I was like, man, I'm one of like the only people that really does, does this. But then I met them and was like, Oh, there's like a whole group of you guys. They've been doing a lot of pretty cool stuff. Like they've been having classes, uh, do like meetups at different shows and festivals and stuff. And it's a really cool, just like community of people who just share an interest in dance. It's, there are a lot of parallels to like our producer community, which is like, just yeah. a shared interest and like we get to geek out over that one thing we all have in common and just hang out and embrace it you know so do you guys do stuff together <clears throat> like is there like certain shows that you like bomb and you're just like yo we're the shuffle crew and like pretty much here we've, we've definitely like crashed a few shows and just like made made our appearance known like little dance circle or whatever and just like having fun getting other people like finding other people who want to dance and be like yo just come dance with us you know word it's all, it's all about like good vibes in the 
in the scene in that area. What's good music to shuffle to? All types of house. Like, you know, obviously we're in Chicago, so we're the home house music. We got a bunch of good shows to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a lot of techno lovers in our crew. That's straight, just like dark techno, and they're just going at it. I know it's, it's kind of like a, not exactly shuffling, but like a variant to like a hard style shuffling. You got like D&B stuff. Oh, like I learned how to hard style shuffle. That's that's it's a like, lot more energy. Dude, okay, so I have this weird story to tell. So I went, one of my friends, um, his dad came here for work, but he was from the Netherlands, mm-hmm. and they moved back. And when they moved back, <clears throat> me and a crew of homies went out there, and we just like learned about hard style and like how we were just like, what? This is what you listen to? It's so <laughs> like intense, but, Very. but it, and it's fast and like whatever. And maybe I can put a little sample of hard style in here. We'll put in a coon song. Oh my for God. The fuck of it. Yeah. No, but I mean, dude, so the way that they do it in the Netherlands is like they have this like certain motion that they they like kick their legs out and they also like move their arms with it. So it's kind of like they're like army like marching, but to the oh, music. Yeah. So, but so this is in the Netherlands, right? But then we went to this bar, all the bars there are like clubs, mm-hmm. and this was in Belgium, which is like just across the street essentially, right? And the Belgian people have a different dance that they do to hard style. They have like a mm. back and forth kind of dance. So like you could tell who was Belgian and who was Dutch based on the way that they were dancing to That's the same cool. music. Yeah, it was like, what the fuck is going on? I'm so <laughs> American, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> right. But it was cool, it was cool. So where did you meet your shuffle crew? So I met them at this house festival called My House Fest. It was out in like Pilsen area. Okay. And it was actually pretty funny, like what you're talking about, how we just like kind of bomb festivals. Yeah. Um, the f- that that first time I met them was just because like we started Circle and like I saw some shuffles, like, oh, I shuffle. And they're like, oh, do something. So like I started dancing. Yeah. And we were just kind of like going back and forth the whole time, just like vibing out, taking turns, doing like a cipher, just having fun. And before we knew it, like our little circle was just like the six or seven of us got into the middle of like the entire crowd and people oh, were just like watching us yo and it got to the point where like i said i do other styles so i was doing a little bit of like animation like robot stuff uh-huh. and the dj actually noticed it and literally switched tracks to like a popping song oh like it was um it was like an africa bambata track okay so like real like stuff to like old school pop into and there's a video of me in the circle like about to start shuffling to a house song and like it just literally flips and i'm like did we just do that yeah so i like switch it up and start popping and it was just so wild because after after that we were like okay that's pretty cool and the next year this past summer they reached out to us like the chicago shufflers kind of like started becoming an established thing yeah and the festival actually reached out to us and was like hey we remember you from last year and we want you to be a part of the festival this year. So we were oh. like on stage dancing. Yo. And like shuffling and like starting circles for the festival. Dude, that's sick. It was really cool. So, okay, I got a lot of questions about this. First <laughs> of all, I want to ask like, 
did you start with shuffling or did you like where did you get interested in like dancing ah man i've i've always been like just a what like active kid growing up like i'd always be dancing like on just like flipping and doing all kinds of stuff all over the place Mm -hmm. i don't remember exactly when i like started dancing dancing just be one of those it would always be one of those like releases like i would i didn't tell anybody for a long time that i danced yeah i would just like go in my room it was always music and dancing that were like the two things that i just like were my releases growing up did you like watch youtube videos or anything (laughs) nope no not really Okay. I would just like literally I had a mirror in my room, like one of those little skinny mirrors, mm-hmm. leaned up against the wall. Yeah. And I would just like put on music, close my door, whatever I was feeling, just start moving. Get weird, yeah. Yeah, just get weird, start vibing out. Like my parents called me like one or tw- once or twice. I was like slam the doors like and then like, I got I did a little bit of like dance at my church. Like we had a, a youth group and they did dance stuff. Oh, okay. I didn't really start taking dance serious until I got to college. I obviously went to a few parties like freshman year like cause the first like couple of weeks before classes start everyone's like just doing whatever to get to know people yeah um went to a couple parties went to a lot of parties and you know saw people dancing and was like yeah i don't know anybody here i'm gonna have fun and i would dance and like would end up in a circle with a couple other dancers and at the end of the party or like after we're done they'd be like yo you're pretty dope we haven't seen you around the dance studio or like the dance center mm. oh it's I don't study dance. And they're like, what? You're not a dancer? I'm like, no, I don't I don't do this. I study audio. I'm a computer nerd. <laughs> <laughs> like I just like moving. Yeah, I was like, I just like doing it. They're like, yo, you need to like hang with us and you need to start dancing more. That was when I started people started finding out that I danced. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you're actually like kind of good. Have you ever considered taking dance more seriously? Yes and no. At this point in my life dancing and producing are both like the two most prominent things i have going for me i'd say yeah but if i had to choose one i feel like i have more of an avenue in production at the moment just because it's like yeah it's a really slight advantage Mm -hmm. but like i'm more into making music as much as i am dancing to it i know a lot of people that know me are always like yo why don't you just like put them both together and like dance to your music and like produce stuff to dance to. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's down the road. Like this is eventually going to probably going to happen. Yeah. But like, I'm not trying to like blow up off of dancing right now. Yeah. I'm not trying to like go viral or anything. If I wasn't able to do one or the other, like if I wasn't able to dance, like if I didn't have dance, I could still have music. Mm. If I didn't have music, yeah, I wouldn't have anything to dance to. So it's like, that's how that's how I felt about DJing. I was like, you know, I like producing because the people that are making the music allow the DJs to have jobs. Yep, exact same. It's so much more fulfilling too to like have a song than just like to have a crowd. Yeah, for sure. And like I've recently kind of gotten more into DJing because I feel like it's it's great and like you can play other people's music play your own music oh, yeah, DJing is amazing it's so much fun yeah how do you feel about like you know you go to like uh, ultra music festival and mm-hmm. it's like this super planned out set like to the t like super high production set like do you do you fuck with that or are you more into the like someone's bedroom like i'm just gonna <laughs> like slap some tracks together i mean i think they they each they both have their own pros and cons 
for the ultra set like you're you're if you know what you're going in there for you're going in there for like for the production for the entire Mm-hmm. experience like, the pyrotechnics yeah and the lasers and, and like the, those all have to be like on point on key yeah and it's not just about the dj and the music mm-hmm. it's about their entire vision for what they want to you know give off to this festival or this crowd yeah versus like if it's a low-key like like you said bedroom boiler room type boiler set, room yeah yeah it's like they're playing what they want or like what they feel the crowd wants and can like kind of read the room yeah it's a different intent mm-hmm. so yeah i mean they're they're not really comparable I, uh, I don't know i think i'm just like kind of more into the like boiler room so set i definitely right if now. i had to choose i would definitely choose like if i had to see the same dj in either of those environments i yeah. would definitely pick the smaller environment it's a lot more animate you get to really see their taste which i love yeah it's more personal I completely agree. I've been to a lot of festivals and like, <clears throat> dude, Lollapalooza, for example, I just like, can't go anymore. I don't know if you, yeah. it's like, I've never been not planning on going. Have you been to many like festivals? Like, I mean, you said the house festival. Yeah. I started going to festivals like about two years ago. Yeah. Or three now. It's 2016. But, uh, yeah, I've, I went, I kind of hit it hard this past year. I went to like electric forest show i've wanted to go to that yeah that was my first festival actually oh shit forest 2016 word how many wooks are at (laughs) (laughs) electric forest quite a few i'd say effective yeah yeah it reminds me of carmack Oof, that's a large compliment yeah Thank i you. love carmack but it's like me too it's got like i don't remember what song um, but anyway yeah it, it sounds kind of like a track that he would make something like that yeah i can actually uh show you if you want to pull up the other track this sure. other track like i feel like when i play it, you're gonna be like oh yeah i totally see the the influence it's um it's called rickety cricket by this guy named fixate yeah okay i see what you're talking about this is sick i've never heard this when i heard when i first heard this it was on like a function one system at smart bar and i was like oh. yo what, what i the need fuck? this yeah so how would you like classify halftime? Cause like you could do halftime of like any BPM, but you're talking like, yeah, usually when I say halftime or like when I think halftime or the halftime that I know, like the scene that I'm into is like mm-hmm. halftime drum and bass. Gotcha. Drum and bass. She's like 172 to 174. So she's like 86 to 88. Like, yeah. Just kind of beats 
but like with like that still crazy sound design like neuro influences and stuff still almost hip-hop-esque beats it's got like really wonky like he's got a lot of space like really wonky grooves and stuff like that it's Mm -hmm. like different rhythms like there's a lot of experimental rhythmic stuff in it it's really cool exponential rhythms and stuff like that yeah there's it's i feel like there's still a lot of potential for the genre like a lot of a lot more people are into it now yeah but like it's still like very untapped i feel like for sure yeah no this makes me want to like try to make a track like that and just like see what would happen pop was my first attempt at halftime for sure okay (laughs) well it was a successful attempt because you got a lot of people to like it do you know how it kind of got like pumped up like how it uh like how you got so many listeners i mean obviously it's a good track and i think it deserves to have the listeners that it has but sometimes you make a good song and like some people don't yeah. listen you know no i know a lot of people that have that and like a lot of tracks that definitely need more love yeah um repost chains yeah yeah is there like a strategy do you just get like someone reposting it's like i just i got kind of lucky yeah um valentine's discord has pretty big repost chain okay and like i wasn't even in it i'm just like cool with valentine and camden because we were in a producer group together for a little while oh really yeah but uh yeah when i put that out i like sent it to him like yo guys what do you think and val's like yo let me know you put this out i like put this on my repost chain i was like all right cool like not really expecting much and then like he had like a bunch of big names on his repost chain i'm like oh that's cool that push is like pretty much all you need for it to like take off or like get that yeah. kind of love. And yeah, like yeah, people yeah. start organically flocking to it when certain people like when enough people push like push it. Quote Influencers, Influ- and, yeah, literally, or people with a following essentially. Yeah, it's it's it is kind of algorithmic. Can you just like explain a repost chain for people who like <clears throat> might not understand? Like, there's definitely some people on SoundCloud who just use soundcloud they don't yeah. make music right and uh I just, yeah. yeah i was one of those people for a while yeah so. me too me too <laughs> yeah um a repost chain is basically a group of artists or like people who have influence like we were saying mm-hmm. kind of band together and it's kind of like helping each other help each other like you help me out i help you out yeah and if one person puts out a track everyone in that group will show love repost it like it share it Mm -hmm. you have a thousand followers and i have a thousand followers four other people in our group each have a thousand followers yeah if one person puts out a track we all share it that's six thousand followers like yeah give or take yeah it's pulling together influence and like our audiences i have seen other repost chains where it's like I don't even know how they work necessarily. It's just like bots or something. Yeah, like, you know what I, I'm talking about? I do, but I also don't know how they work. Like the only ones I know have been like the organic ones per se. Yeah, because you can pay to like oh, yeah, essentially never... get listens. Come back.
that shit yo how the fuck did you make that <laughs> a lot of that was just resampled i've i've been super into again with the halftime stuff like that's really like next door like the nero scene mm-hmm. yeah so totally I've, yeah so i've been into a lot of like just crazy sound design just like resampling this to get to this to get to that you know show people or like you know you never you ever like go over someone's place and just like start showing each other whips like i'll do that and i'll just like wh- like have whips for days and people are just like why don't you put this out it's like i don't know she's not done yet <laughs> it's just like the trope of like you know it's, it's like someone like write in just like crumple it up and toss it back and like the the papers or the backs just like full of crumped old papers mm. so like my hard drive is like just a bunch of just projects that i need to finish up and get out do you feel like you will finish those ones or you think you're just gonna eventually like- i'm I, I went through like i don't want to say a like depressive episode but like a just a up a, a point where i wasn't really just i just wasn't feeling anything i was making for a while and i just like stopped putting out music i don't know what it was i don't know what was like suppressing me yeah but i was, I was this year i was kind of like all right, I'm just going to start. Like, I need to start finishing things and putting them out into the world so I can just move on, you know? Yeah. I have, like, all like so many, like, almost projects now Yeah. that I'm, like, trying to, like, focus on as, like, groups. Like, all right, I have these five songs, and this is going to be a thing, and I'll put it out. It helps a lot because mm-hmm. instead of just having, like, this tower of just, like, all right, this is this as as its own thing. I'm like, all right, I can just take my time and just put all my effort into these, spacing them out. Yeah, like kind of like putting a few together. Cause like, dude, it's kind of like you don't have to put it on an album anymore. Yeah, especially in the start. Like, it's like, yeah, I don't. The first thing to be out is an album. <laughs> dude, that's stressful. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like anything. I don't feel like I'm ready for that at all yet. You know what? this is just like my own advice to myself essentially is mm-hmm. just to be less precious with my work keep making Same. more stuff you're better off having more shit done than getting super fixated on something exactly there's some shit that i have on my computer that i'm like that could have been cool but i'm so far removed from it i don't even know how to come back to it yeah you know i feel that it's tricky it's it tricky 
So very much so. PowerPoint to make your art. Yeah. How do you fucking, how do you do that? Like, I don't know how I stumbled upon it, but I remember like just using, like in high school and college, using like PowerPoint, Word, all that stuff. And I would yeah. like use, I had it all on my computer. And I guess I just put something in a PowerPoint one day and like that was the one I was really good at. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. like they have picture effects. And they're like really standard, like basic effects. But like, if you just use them, I would just kind of use them, like just over and over again. Just like layer stuff and like just like resampling. It's it's literally resampling just visually. Yeah. Like that. I think that is the same artwork for Pop. Just like oh. done a ton of stuff to it. Interesting. You know. So I've just been kind of like I have this like PowerPoint just like essentially almost like an Ableton session where it's just like I have a bunch of slides That's and I have like a picture like I have like one or two pictures up here and then it's like do a ton of stuff to it and like make new slides I mean, whatever works, dude. Whatever you're works, like the man. only person probably like out there that's like, yeah, I make all my shit in PowerPoint. Yeah, I don't think anyone else like, cause I don't have, I, I don't have Photoshop or anything like that. That's fine. It's like, I gotta use what I got, you know? It's, it's pretty Dude, wild. it works. I mean, I'd be like, oh, this is cool. Like I like, I always like when people make their own art for mm-hmm. their songs. Cause it's like, it's not, it's not that hard to make something that's like colorful and yeah. cool looking. What was the first concert you've ever been to? Ooh. Uh, so the first concert, I, like just first concert in general, or just like EDM? Or first concert. First concert. It was this group called 116 Click. They're a Christian hip-hop group. Can we like throw some in here? Please. Like- 
into the second level. How you wanna do it, homie? I'm all up in it, down to the bone, I feel it. Huh? Coming to break it down with that wiggity wiggity style, man, we really be living it out, I don't miss it. I was a hip hop head growing up. Like, uh-huh. like my parents were like super into you know neo soul and like house from Chicago. Yeah. And then I kind of found my own way with like hip hop. And then we started, we moved, and I started going to church, like in our new place. So I started getting like Christian hip hop as well as like regular hip hop. Mm-hmm. And so I was like huge into that for a little while. And then. I found EDM in high school, so I was like, I have like these three totally different. Like, I could, I didn't really talk to people about the Christian hip hop scene. I was like talking about the regular hip hop scene because like not too people were in that. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, this kind of been my own thing. And then when I found EDM, it's kind of that same vibe. Like, not a lot of people that I went to high school with were like into EDM yet because it wasn't like a huge thing yet. Like, dubstep yeah. had just like started blowing up. So I was like, yeah, it's kind of like this. I was like, kind of. I could even be my own little guilty pleasure type of thing. And um, I got to college and started figuring, like, finding out that, like, oh, yeah, there are, like, concert venues out here. It's pretty cool. I'd never been to a show before, and I saw that 116 Click was coming to Chicago. And I was like, I'm going to check this out. Yeah. And, yeah, that was my first show, Christian Hip Hop. And then I think, like, a month after that, I went to my first EDM show, which was Flux Pavilion, Carnage, and Toro Toro. What was the most impactful show that you've ever been to? Ooh. I guess it, it could be one of those shows that you just said, but I'm just... That one's a lot tougher, because I've been to a lot of shows. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's... Like, going to shows is pretty much, like, my pastime now. Like, if, like, if I'm out, it's to go to a show. Yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> um, I saw a Sinjin Hawk and Zora Jones at East Room. Okay. And that was probably like one of the best vibes, like the best crowds, mm. like one of the best, like the set was really good, but it was just like the entire environment that made it just like, yo, this is the kind of show, like it felt like a boiler room type of set where everyone, like everyone was just super into it. Like every drop people were going hard. Yeah, and I was there with a few of my friends, and like they, we all agreed, like yo, that was the show of the year. Like at, at like the next year, we're like yo, that show is still like stuck in our heads. Really, it was it was amazing. I'd, I'd probably say like influence wise, um, though probably one of the sets that I would say influenced me personally most would probably be when I saw Shades at a uh, Logan Square. It was um. So like you know you know Shades is Eprom and Alex Alex uh, Perez. No, dude, that sounds I, I've never I, I did not know that. Yeah, so that's that's like their little duo thing. They've been like they they've also been like huge halftime like because they're also like OGs, you know. Yeah, yeah. They've been like making music for a while, like crazy music. Just, like, yeah. Forward thinking stuff, and like I'd only been into Eprom. For like a couple, like not even a year before that, oh. I ended up seeing Eprom like six or seven times over the past year. So the set, the lineup was Alex Perez solo set to open, Eprom solo set, and then they both came back out and did a shade set. So it was like three hours nonstop of these two dudes, all original music. Damn. One every time I see Eprom, I like just leave inspired because like that's the kind of stuff I want to 
get to like it's the point i want to get to with my music mm. it's just so forward thing and just like crazy like the it's analog but it's like so huge and heavy and dope and it's like man it's just i, I feel like satisfied and like ready to go back to my room and try to come up with like bangers like that you know yeah 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 the fact that they have enough original music to yeah. play an entire night themselves mm-hmm. and like have it all be like three different sets yeah it was just insane that's kind of the goal right yeah like, that's that's literally the goal so like we all know that being a dj it's not like the hardest thing you've ever done it's not it depends i mean there's certain djs that are really talented and they do some crazy shit oh yeah but i think a lot of people but there's a low level entry point yeah, yeah yeah i think a lot of people that are producers they don't know what else to do if they want to get their music heard and they want to play out mm-hmm. you know because there's some really like crazy technical shit that people do in a project that i don't know how easy it would be to emulate that live yeah or like yeah i just don't know how it would work i mean I, there are a lot of people that are doing live stuff it's yeah. like a rebirth of like live uh electronic I music appreciate which that. I, yeah i'm cool i'm definitely into that yeah but like for like the rest of the people it's just like <laughs> how do we well, fuck that? i just yeah. want to like play a lot of my own shit but exactly yeah. that was another thing i was like that i also really appreciated from that set ephraim literally has a point in his set i don't know if he like still does it but like i think there's one or two times i've seen him where he does it he just like has this one part where he has like his controller and it's like mapped to whatever. I don't know what he was doing. Yeah. But like the the song like the drop ends and it like just goes into just an analog just knob turning session where he's just like making these crazy sounds on the fly. Oh what? You don't know what you're hearing, but you're like this is just like again an experience like whatever it's like he's do- noise porn yeah it's you're noise like, porn what is and you're this? like watching him just like go crazy like all right this this and it's like what are you doing but like you're- i was just watching like this is insane like, like what are these sounds the next thing i actually have a ep coming out but like it's total left field from any of the stuff i was just playing really yeah what what kind of music is it? It's varied, but it's like almost R and B esque. Oh. Like I said, the neo soul kind of vibe that I grew up on. Yeah. Like when I was going through, um, I was like grouping projects and like figuring out what goes with what. I was like, these all kind of like have a bit more of like a soulful, like chiller vibe. Yeah. And I said I started doing like more vocal things, and I like put vocals on all of them. And that's kind of like the the common denominator in all of them. So like these all have my vocals. I'm gonna put them out. I make the CP. Nice. So it's gonna be an interesting switch up. Yeah. But you ever consider like having a separate alias for those kinds of projects? Uh, I just I do too much. Like I would I don't. If I were to make a separate alias, I don't know how much of what I would put on that one versus how much of what I put on my current one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get you. Like, it's like also too much social media. It's like which I don't you, do enough of as is. Right, yeah. It's, I mean, no so one like, like wants to do it. Yeah, like, so I'm like, I'm just putting everything out as me. Yeah. And it's like, you guys know, like my, I want my thing to be like, you know, I do a lot. I do whatever I feel. Yeah. You know, but like not, I don't like when people go like F genres because like I, I don't really feel, it's like no 
like experiment like find genres you like and try it out you it know? seems like you're putting together at least like a compilation of like yo this is kind of all the same stuff and it's not like we got a house song and then we got a dubstep song and then we got like yeah something like you know. i'm not trying to be like hey i'm gonna go to this corner then i'm gonna go all the way to this corner just to mess with you and then i'm gonna go complete left field again it's kind of like all right, I was feeling this vibe, so I have a few songs that kind of like fit this vibe. Yeah. All right, now I've kind of like messed around with this thing that I've been into. Here are a couple of things that I think kind of fit that. Yeah. I wanted I wanted to be like a journey, I guess. Mm. Like just a, I have different things for different feels, different areas of music that I'm into because I'm into like just about everything. Yeah, that's good, man. I feel like that will take you a long way like obviously you got to find your bearings and like yeah know how to navigate that but i mean it's better than just being like i only like country and that's all right. i'm ever gonna do right <laughs> and you could become very successful like you could become very successful doing one thing but the chance of you becoming like outdated is higher i think true and it's harder mm-hmm. if you want to branch out and try something else it's harder to be like Hey, I mean, that's where all the side accounts and stuff come from. Cause you're like, I don't want to taint the yeah. in- current image I have, you know? Yeah. It would be like if Kuhn started making like halftime music, you'd be like, dude, no. Yeah. Like where is this coming from? Like you are a hard style person. Exactly. And that's it. And, and also I'm- you should probably reconsider your name, <laughs> but <laughs> for real, that's it. But yeah, and like I've seen people, I've seen that happen to like bigger artists. Are like, hey, I'm trying something different, and like it gets mixed reviews. Like people are like, oh yeah, like try stuff new, and people, other people are like, no, you want the old you, whatever. And like, yeah, when it comes to that, I'm like, let an artist be an artist and explore. But like I'm saying that with bias of being an artist. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So I understand people like wanting more of what they initially like that person for. Yeah. I just know like with the amount of stuff I have that's like not necessarily related I want to try to like from the get go like yeah I do a plethora of things so I want that to be like prefaced before you get into my music and realize that like hey I think people want that now like I think that the audience is like even more accepting of that now i hope so no i I think so (laughs) or maybe i'm just talking for myself because i'm just like i'm kind of like you in the sense that like there's not much that i don't like like anything that's new to me i'm like whoa i want to know more about this even if it's like i'm kind of like i don't necessarily like this i'm kind of just like like i've never heard it where is this from like yeah what's what's driving the story yeah for sure man well let's wrap this up you got any plugs or anything you want to shout out uh, I don't even know. I feel like they've all been kind of interlaced. Yeah, into, interlaced into the into the podcast. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, well, thanks a lot, man. This was I feel like this was productive. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was really cool. Of course, I'm sorry it's so hot in my room right now. So I'm my fine, my dude. room's very bipolar. Sometimes it'll be really cold, and then I'll just the heat will kick in and be like pushing like <laughs> hot shit in yeah, so no, my room is always like the hottest one in the house for whatever reason like i don't know why I it's fine when it's cold outside yeah i was like it's cool now but, like over the summer i'm like i gotta sleep downstairs because this yeah, sucks I need a fan on my body yeah. while i sleep yeah so I, I know that struggle all too well <laughs> all right man well 
I'm gonna I'm pulling the plug metaphorically. All right, <laughs> signing off. Peace. Peace out. Producer. Producer.